0: Oh my god, let's try okay, something like okay, that. see twin what happened comedy. on TV oh, oh, last night? Oh yeah, meal. I just oh, watched. Twin oh my god. It's so fun. Twin it was twin so bad. I watched real. that. Twin twin yeah, top, twin yeah. cool. Hello, what is going on? We are back here to tell you about everything that <sighs> happened in The Bachelorette. In the in, movies. In the movies, in the heights. That's right, we're going to talk about it. Um, you know, crazy day at school, crazy day at the bar. So we have a lot to chat about on episode two of Twin Talk. Cheers, cheers. (laughs) Um, but. clang it. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) You're right, cling it's hard. Um, so the first thing we gotta talk about first is this wine that we're trying. It's pretty freaking good. But it was insane to freaking get to. So it's Julianne Huffs and Nina Dobrev. Do you see Dobrev? I think it's Dobrev. Dobrev? She played on um. She played Atlanta Vampire, Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Um, it's their wine brand. They're best friends. Like, mm-hmm. who would have thunk? I like always forget that they're like best stars friends. Stars can be friends with other stars. Right. It's like wild to <laughs> me. I'm like, oh, I guess they it's have like, to have best friends too. Yeah. And so it's their wine brand and it's like vegan or some mm. shit. I have it right here. It's called Fresh Vine. This is a 2019 Chardonnay. Ooh, ooh. It's so good. It has, like, this appley. this is Chardonnay, it mm-hmm. has, like, this appley crisp flavor. It's really good. I really like mm-hmm. it, but I, yeah. I just, I'm not going to be able to get it again just because it was a nightmare trying to get this freaking wine. First of all, it's already expensive because it's, like, a name brand, and <laughs> yeah. then you have to get it shipped from freaking California. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it was expensive to get three bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. That's a different story. We wanted to get it. We, mm-hmm. we like, we love Julianne Hough, like, because, you know, we're obsessed with Dancing with the Stars. So, anywho, so when I went to go buy the wine, the, it never gave me a chance to switch the shipping address because it's really hard for us to get packages sent to our house. So we get them sent elsewhere. So we get them sent al- elsewhere, but it never gave me a chance to type in, it was just connected to my billing address on my credit card or whatever. So then I was like, "Shit, I have to contact that." I contacted them thirty seconds after I put the order in and said, "Hey, can you change it to this address?" And they said, the the company, Fresh Fine mm-hmm. Company, said we can't change it. You have to get in contact with UPS. Get in contact with UPS." It's Are impossible. you fucking kidding me? Have you ever tried to get in contact with UPS? UPS. You fucking can't. No, it's you impossible. Can't. And so that was a nightmare. You can't go to our front door. So when they try to drop off the wine, they left a, a ticket. It, long story short it took a lot and I kind of had to become a little bit of a Karen and then Mm. I fucking hate that and then I just like beat myself up over it but and I and it was nobody's fault it was nobody's fault it wasn't their fault that the UPS sucks and can't follow instructions on our door that says you have to go to the back door yeah yeah it's not their fault but like we were bickering because I'm like they were just going to take my money and not give me the wine back they're like well you have to repay for shipping and I'm like why would I do that? It's not... UPS should pay for shipping. They're the ones who are not, literally cannot do their job. Exactly. But then I can't get in touch with UPS, so then the only person I can talk to... Long story short, the wine is very, yeah. very good, and I'm glad that we finally got it. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like in this calling war. It was worth the hustle. Definitely. But now I'm in this calling war with fine wine, vine, fresh vine, <laughs> wine, to pay for the shipping so does it doesn't make me a bad person if like I just no you shouldn't you shouldn't pay the shipping like I know it's not fresh Finds' full and they have to obviously their business they have to make money especially if it's a new business like I don't know yeah. if they're doing good if they're doing you know if they're well if their business is struggling I don't know I haven't mm-hmm. like kept up on that but UPS is known for being just atrocious they're the culprit at its job so you know what else is a freaking atrocious what just the drama on Bachelor. Already. Oh my God! It's so drama. You're I, so right. Okay, like I don't know what's happening. Like Carl is batshit crazy, and it was drama from like the second. And usually they start off with like a fun date, like a fun yeah. group date. That's like a little competitiony, but it's, it's all um, in good faith. I have and to, just a second, guys. It's all in good faith and everything. So. I don't know. It's just, Carl is just batshit crazy. He's creating a problem where there isn't a problem. And I don't know. It's just hard. It's just hard, especially this early on. Like, I just wanted there to be, like, something light in the beginning. And there's not. It's just straight into it. Sorry, I had to let Paco in. I accidentally locked the door and he didn't have any keys. And I heard banging and I was like, is somebody trying to break into the house right now? Oh my oh goodness. My God. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's life, you know? I was just talking about batch hit crazy Carl. Okay, so he is crazy. Yeah. And Do we I, have any other words for do him? Do we have <laughs> any other adjectives <laughs> for Carl? Okay. Um potster. Potster for troublemaker, sure. Troublemaker. Egotistical. Yeah. Dumb. Like, I just don't think he's like, I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Like I mean, listen. It's all the way you get an edit. He could probably be the sweetest person in the world, and they just gave him a huge edit. But at the end of the day, you still have to say the things that you say to get an edit in the first place, right? Like, I don't think that they're taking just the sweetest person in the world and turning them into the villain. I think they're taking people who already have villain tendencies and and just revving them up, exactly, and making them cross that line. Like, exactly. Like, (coughs) excuse me. Like. Carl is is pro- they're probably like feeding him alcohol and mm-hmm. starving him. I'm like, you know how we talked about in last episode is like they're freaking masochists. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. They're freaking crazy. Like, and they they kind of torture you to get their to you know get into that to like, get into that, that, angle. that narrative that they want to follow for their story. So yeah, so. I think Carl probably isn't the best, like, a type of person I would want to be friends with outside of Bachelor, but at the end of the day, they give him a bad edit whether it's true or not. Like, he is the villain, at least in this first episode, but the point of that is, is we usually don't get to villains, I feel like, until maybe the end of episode two, definitely episode three, really episode four and five, and then they sort of get rid of the drama, Mm -hmm. and from six on, they focus more on like the romance and the actual getting like down to business. However, right off the bat, it wasn't I thought it was gonna be the cowboy date first because mm-hmm. it looked fun, it looked just like, you know, just refreshing, yeah. get to know the guys, and you know a game or whatever. And all of a sudden it just was like mad drama talking about like the guy that was a virgin. Who am I supposed to Michael? Name? No, Michael? his name's not Michael. Michael is the one that's like really, really like energetic. There's so many names There's, still I, that it's I know, really it's hard for we gotta me. like have a list. But anyway, if you guys have seen it, Mikey, his name is Mikey, 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 Mikey. and he's a virgin. And you know they went right into just really breaking somebody down like emotionally, and I thought he handled it very well. He did. He did handle it very well. Good for him. I just, I don't know. What a different life you have. I mean, I definitely don't think they can make it. No, I don't think so. Literally, no way. But I think the way Katie handled it was really mature and empathetic. Right. And, and she, it shows it that she is truly sex positive. Exactly. And he really could have gone a separate way. Totally. And been and But he even mentioned that he was like I knew that they were going to try to break, break me. me. He even he ju- said I just that. just didn't know it was going to be this early on. Even he said that. Even he said that. Even all the You could just tell in his know, face they're it was like, like this is already happening. Like I I'm, I'm already getting, getting guinea pig. Exactly. Yeah. Like this it's just so early on in the season to be airing that I dirty just like give us one know. episode because I feel like the very first episode when we're meeting all the guys doesn't really count. Totally. I just feel like it doesn't count It's like an As introduction an episode. episode, not like a full episode. Exactly. So what I technically see is like okay, I'm really starting to understand like connections and who is my first impression. I don't know if I'm great at first impressions and especially I don't know if I think I have a problem because I hate when, everybody. First impression. Well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm that's I'm not actually what I was just say, kidding. But <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I was not good at meeting people. Like I just don't like meeting people. Yeah, like I like just like automatically having a friend. Like, and that's when I'm like I don't really comfortable not want put in the work for friends. friendship. Yeah, and I, mean, I, I, mean, I want to like, put in the work once I'm friends with that person, but. To see if I'm compatible with that person to even be their friends is, is the like hard process. It's like a relationship. Process. It's literally like a relationship. Yeah. You know, you go on a few dates and you think everything is, oh my God, it's so fun, blah, 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 blah. And then it ends up being awful. Or even the opposite, you know, you go on a few dates with somebody yeah. and you're like, I don't know, maybe, I'll go on another one, I'll see. And then all of a sudden you're like madly in love with that person. Right. And so And you have friends like that. You have friends that you're in love with. Second, and then they start just pissing you off. And you're like, "Totally, why am I friends with that person? Oh, yeah, because five years ago they made me laugh. Right. Or you're friends with somebody, like, you sort of know them, whatever, and then it gradually grows. Exactly. But I feel like the easiest for me is if I like somebody right off the bat. And then, then you grow with them And more. then I grow with them more. Because if somebody, like, does something before I know them to, like, piss me off or just make me uncomfortable or just, like, they say something in a tone of voice that... You know, like, I just feel like if you were my friend, I couldn't couldn't emotionally handle. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Then it's hard for me to get onto that train of being like, okay, well, maybe we can be friends. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, first impressions matter, people. First impressions do matter. Yeah. But you also have to be good at interpreting first impressions, which is an entire I just stuttered so much. <laughs> it's okay. I'm just talking too fast. I'm so excited. Okay, so the entire point of the first impression yeah. is to have that initial connection. Totally. But it's so hard for me for first impressions that it's hard to have a connection in that first impression. Exactly. But there's is, so much you're mm, trying to figure out. Exactly. So basically what I'm saying is that the second episode is where it really starts for me. Yeah. And... But they just—it it was just went drama. Right in. It was just all of a sudden. I was I was like on the edge of my seat. Drama. Yeah. I'm like, oh my god, what is happening? So we're going to do. So what we're going to do mm, is throughout yes. the episodes, the upcoming episodes, we're going to um, see what um, is, like zodiac is. Everybody's what their horoscope is, and then see if we're right mm. at the end. Like, so after let me like, know. So maybe them. by episode three, right? Maybe by next podcast we'll have a list of all the men Mm -hmm. and see like who do we think they are and as they get eliminated right we'll say oh hey this person got eliminated we thought his zodiac sign was leo but he ended up being a virgo exactly and we'll see because i feel like i want to know stevie's pretty good at it stevie's pretty good at at being like that person is a pisces or that person is a leo or that person i'm not that great at it but i think it's really fun it is so fun and to decipher so Mm -hmm. that's a fun little game we'll do yay so, did you like the second? Like, I know, I know, we had problems with like the drama of the second episode, but do you think there's some good men in there? Yeah, I mean, we all love Greg. Every yeah. everything I look at is just Greg, 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 Greg. So I know that it's not just. And it, our fantasy group all pick Greg. We all get points for Greg, right? So I know it's not just like he's definitely like an early frontrunner because yeah. he's an early frontrunner. Um, Connor the cat. He's a he's, cutie, but he seems like he has a lot of emotional baggage exactly. and insecurities. And insecurities, like, man. Insecurities, yeah. And not only that, but he's just so aggressive when he kisses Katie. I'm just like, take it back, dude. Like, not everything has to be this, like, intense makeout session every single time. Yeah, for like, sure. That's what I liked about regretty, man. I felt like they had more like. Of an intimacy connection. Totally. Than just, like, I'm going to make out with you on the couch now. Like, Katie and Connor, to mm. me, feel like, like, your adult childhood, or your adult childhood, your adult crush that feels, that takes you back to childhood for a brief second, but you know mm. that you're past that, but sometimes you just have to, like, remember it. Go back it. to the bath. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's sure. what he feels like to me. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure they're great together and they could have a life of maybe if they wanted yeah. to like, mm-hmm. at, this is from just the information I know right now. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but just from the information I have, like that's the vibe I get, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like when we talked about how Michelle from Matt James season compared to Rachel's relationship and Matt and Rachel, I guess are going strong right now. But to me, it felt kind of like, Not necessarily like a high school relationship but Rachel made Matt to me seem younger where Mm -hmm. um, Michelle Michelle made Matt seem older older Mm -hmm. and more yeah that was an interesting dynamic I really didn't feel like Matt liked any of those girls that much Mm -hmm. but I'm excited for Michelle season yeah that'll be good yeah um yeah I mean I liked the episode I thought it was good I just thought it was different than what we right. usually see. I liked that it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of Tasha and Caitlyn acting like crazy people. Don't cancel me, but I miss Chris Harrison. We no, love Chris. You know, it's just like what we talked about last week with like the constant. It's just, I don't know. It's just different when there's somebody that's just there and it's just like, I don't know. Just... Yeah, I mean, Chris just had that thing that, that made The Bachelor, The Bachelor, and you didn't even realize it until he was gone. Right. It it almost feels like a completely new show. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's like almost like a spinoff. hmm I agree. Like, oh, I'm watching a spinoff of The Bachelor. That's what... That's what, what at least these last two episodes have felt like, but you know what? Maybe we'll get into this Do season. you think they're going to make, like, Tasha and Caitlin, like, permanent hosts, or do you I think... I hope not. Listen, I wish them all the best, and I think that they do great at their, like podcasts. And, and they're, they're good side to fill in. in. They're and good to fill in for this season. In, like, I feel and I love like, having them as guest stars. Right. I feel like they're probably the best to fill in for this season. Right now. Season. But as permanent hosts, no. I do not want two girls no matter... I don't want two people no matter if they're girl, guy, a fucking child. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I don't think having two hosts of something is like a great idea. Yeah. Even in Dancing with the Stars, like, it's it a was lot good going on. In, it was good in spite of it just because Tom and Aaron cuz Aaron was a doofus like she was she, she was, was always flubbing her lines and yeah. falling and making inappropriate things but it worked mm-hmm. saying inappropriate things and it worked and Tom was so great at his job yeah that somehow they made it work but i would say in general two hosts in a show is just never a good thing it takes away from what's actually supposed to be happening happening. in the show. Aesthetically, sometimes it looks crowded. It looks weird. It looks crowded. Yeah. And then when you do things like, you know, welcome to The Bachelor, and you have two people saying it, it just feels so scripted. It's so scripted, and and I like when I see that raw footage. Listen, we know Bachelorette is scripted in its own way and sense. In its way, yeah. But there were some raw but you can see, you can tell what raw footage is and mm-hmm. what the edited footage is. You can literally when they see don't it. cut a scene for a long time, and you're just like, okay, this is the actual True. conversation that happened. There's no tampering with this. Exactly, and. Those are my favorite things about Bachelor when they get real like that. Taysha exactly. had a of seasons like that. That's why I love Taysha Season. Yeah, but Taysha Season also had to have that because they couldn't go anywhere. They they used to hide behind these These like these, big, fancy dates. They, and even Katie Thurston said that um she, she was talking to somebody in an interview. I can't remember um who she was talking to, but she said they asked her if she is sad that she doesn't get to go travel the world with these men mm-hmm. and she was and she said no, I don't because now it's more focused on the relationship and for not. Sure. Oh, hopefully I make it to next week because we probably get to go to a really Paris cool, or something. yeah, a really cool, um, Place. you know, city yeah, or whatever. For sure. So, yeah, I definitely think that you have to have those those more raw conversations because it's not, you know, seduced by the. By the outside world. By the outside world. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I liked it. Um, I do. Will say. I will say though. And they always they start doing it earlier and earlier and earlier. Every season is not giving us a rose ceremony. It never feels like a full episode. I feel but like, I like in when the, things are yeah. concrete. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I want a schedule. I want a fucking schedule. You Give know, once or twice in the season, if they want to throw in that cliffhanger, cliffhanger. or if they want to, mm. you know, exactly the cliffhanger, not doing the road ceremony at every, the end. But every at episode. this point, yeah, throughout the seasons, like it's gotten pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. And now every single episode. There's a cliffhanger, and mm-hmm. it, cliffhangers well, are, are like Christmas. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't have Christmas every day. Them. Yeah, they're not special. I know that it's going to end on a cliffhanger now, and I'm just pissed before the episode even starts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would be excited. Like, I I would jump for joy, and it would feel like actual Christmas. They ended with a row ceremony. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that there should be a start, a middle, you know, a beginning, a middle, and yeah. an end. They have the every fan single base episode. where it's not like people are gonna be like, I'm only gonna watch until episode three. Yeah. I mean exactly. I, don't know. I mean well, I'm maybe... sure some people do that, but I don't know. At the end of the day, personally, I hate that they do rose ceremonies in the middle of an episode. I know. It's it weird it, to me it because then it feels the like oh you're watching a whole new thing. Mm-hmm. Which side note, we decided to stay up after Bachelor last night, Bachelorette last mm-hmm. night. And watch the celebrity dating show, yeah, with Hannah Brown. It was cringy. It, I, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Like, and I love Zoe Zoe Deschanel, but the problem was is that she was dressed for the part, and I feel like she was acting that court. Quir- I mean, that's just who she is. But yeah. She had that air about her of that seventies fun, you know, host totally vibe mm-hmm. with her dress and her hair and the way she spoke and the things she said and the way she stood and all that stuff with the piano, whatever. But then Hannah Brown, we all know, can't act to save her life. And she was just glammed up and... It didn't, like, fit the vibe, I didn't think. Like, I felt like yeah. there maybe should have there should have been some, like, background music. I felt like nobody knew what was happening. actually happening. And we never knew what was actually happening. Mm-hmm. Like, there were never, like, the rules laid out. Like, I was like, is Hannah Brown, like, going to actually go on a date? date and then are they going to televise this like date? date? There's there's an hour of the show. Like, how can this show go on any longer? And then I realized that it's two, two different, episodes two episodes in one, in one hour. hour. But it I don't know. Yeah, if I mean they... it's part of summer games or summer and fun or whatever it is. Right. So, But I feel like there was some things that they could have done to... Because I like the old kitschy like 70s I like vibe. the idea of it. Yeah, I like exactly. a good theme thing. But it felt very thrown together. It felt mm-hmm. like nobody really knew what they were doing and I guess it's just summer fun in the sun, you know? Like we're just... Maybe that's what these things are. I've never watched these Me summer either. fun games. That... Me either. Maybe they are supposed to be just like... I guess I'll have silly. to like watch more of them to mm-hmm. see if they're all kind of just thrown together, kind of like willy nilly, willy nilly. Because then I could have a different appreciation for it if mm-hmm. it was instead of looking at it as a lens of this has to be so professional. Because mm-hmm. like maybe it's just not, you know, maybe it's just maybe that's the way the thing that the vibe they're trying to give off—that right. summer and fun vibe—which is fine to do that, but it did it definitely needed some like background music or something because mm-hmm. there was something just way off. Yeah. And it just needed like clear-cut rules cuz I don't think anybody really knew what they were doing. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um well, talking about people being able to act and mm-hmm. do stuff like that, I just uh, these kids at school. I'm Listen listening. up. It's circle time. I can't It's it's tough because Oh, it went, ah, circle time. Um, <laughs> I was like waiting for it to go. <laughs> I know. We, we, okay, so guys, before I start circle time, we're just going to say that we're using something called Riverside. Last week, we just used our, well, we were trying to use, what were we were trying to use? Um, we were trying to use, um, we used Photo Booth because we didn't have anything. We used Photo Booth, but we were trying to use something else. I can't remember what it was called. We were trying to use a different program, and I accidentally got delete- I accidentally deleted out of it, so we lost the footage. It was crazy, but at least we had backup. So this week we decided to try to use a new program. Yeah. We we're using a program called Riverside. We're literally learning as we're talking to you right now how to use it. We don't know how it works. So help us, we're poor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a quote from a movie. <laughs> so. We're not complaining that we're poor. Everybody's poor. <laughs> poor. Oh my god! Unless so you're cruel. mega rich, and that's just how society, society is. is. The rich okay. keep getting richer, and the poor keep getting poorer. Poor, Jesus. All right. So, circle time. You know, you gotta tell them. You gotta let them know, young, that. That's true. The world ain't fair. (laughs) The world ain't fair. And the kids... Well, this story that I'm going to tell you actually... Kids get anything these days, Well, they do, but this story that I'm about to tell you is actually sort of funny. Okay, please tell me. So... What's happening? uh, So, the kids were playing with, like, a basket of toys Mm -hmm. at the table. And there there was a ton of toys out on the table, but they all wanted the one toy... Of course. ...in the basket. Right. So, they're fighting over the basket, blah, 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 and the other teacher that I work with... Hi. Um, she watches the podcast. Oh, yay. <laughs> um, she took away, you know, the basket and said, okay, well, if you guys are going to fight over it, nobody gets it. And one of the kids started to cry, which part of my story is these kids are caricatures. I mean, you know, when, when an adult gets sad and, th- you know, they, they eternalize it. You, they don't show it on their face unless they're like, weird weirdos you know like if they're out in the public yeah yeah, you know, yeah. they totally. try to conceal it yeah and, definitely you know most people most people i would say maybe not pisces <laughs> a Pisces? oh shit i'm sorry um so anyway uh they they conceal it and um so anyway i'm emotional too by the way we're, we're all emotional <laughs> so this kid when he gets sad he just goes hmm Aww. And, like, his, he his, he physically changes. Right. You know, he slumps his shoulders. He, oh, he sticks the, the lip out. You know what I mean? And it's just so funny because I'm like, when do kids stop doing that? When do we trans... First of all, how do we learn that? Because... Adults aren't walking around going, huh, I'm upset. Yeah, I guess that's fair. You know, and even in movies, I guess maybe in cartoons. Probably in cartoons. But I would say, but we don't watch cartoons to maybe really. Maybe it's because they're so new at talking mm-hmm. that they're using physical body language. Oh, that's probably exactly help, what they're doing. You know, describe how they're feeling inside. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. There has to be some, like, sort of study on that. But it's so, we anyway, to look he's, into it. He's just caricature. So, yeah. this this poor kid, I mean, not really. He was fighting. He, <laughs> Right over and starts crying. Okay. And this other kid points at Miss Amanda like this and is like, you made him cry. And she was like, I did not make him cry. Yeah. You guys were fighting. Yeah. And it was just so accusatory. And I was just like, what? What? the hell just happened he was standing up to authority Miss Stevie he 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 was was standing up to authority authority. we were like you do not talk to your (laughs) teachers that way you made him cry like it was so with so much gusto oh my god oh my god we were dying. Like, we, it was just one of those things where we didn't want to You can't even laugh be mad of, about it because it's so funny. It was so funny. And we didn't want to laugh in front of him and think it was funny because then he would think that behavior is okay. Right. But we're just looking at each other like... <laughs> like that. Oh <laughs> like, my god! We're trying so hard to hold our laughing because it was, it was so funny the way that he just yelled it. But like, come on, you can't, you can't. He, he also he needs can't to speak learn, he can't, he can't speak. speak to your teachers like that. And yeah. he also needs to learn. He can't speak to people like he, that. Thank you. People in general. Once he's yeah. even once he's older. He can't you can't you shouldn't speak to people like yeah. that. Yeah. But it, it was he got it taken away because right. they weren't playing nice. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. So anyway, I just thought it was so funny. Maybe it was funnier in person, I don't know. But there's so like, many moments when you're a teacher. You just learn from the children, and you, like, learn, like... You can see their gears turning in their head. Oh, you can totally see it. But, what? well, what I was going to say is that I just feel that there's so... it's It's tough. It's really delicate balance because there's so many times where a kid does something that you don't want to laugh at, even though it's hilarious, because it's poor taste or bad behavior. So you sort of have to have a delicate balance of okay, what's acceptable because yeah. they're children and it's fun, and what do you want to squash out of them so they don't grow up to be bullies? But you're or... also not their parents. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I might as well be for some of these fucking kids. I understand. I I know. Yeah. I, I know. I'm just saying you don't want a parent coming in and being like, you have to know your boundaries with the kids. I mean, totally. I would never, ever 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 in a million years. I'm not saying tell you would. Kid, I'm just saying. No, no, no saying. but and I think it's wrong. Like, I don't think anybody at any school, I guess unless like, like it's a private school that you pay for your child to go to and be like, you're a Catholic or something like that. Right. Like, I work at a, a private school. Yeah. And I would never in a million years be like, oh, you have to be a Christian or or I explain yeah. like God to kids. But you know, or, some people aren't like that. I'm fully aware. Yeah. And those people need to be fired. I agree. I'm, I'm, I'm very open, like, open-minded with the kids, but not opinionated when it comes to my personal beliefs. Right, right. You know? Yeah. So. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, you're a good teacher. You're a really good do. teacher. Oh, yeah, totally. Thanks. Yeah. We'll talk about inclusion. Quality. Yeah. And community and, you know, right from wrong and stuff, um... We actually got to go to the theater. In the it was awesome going to the actual movie theater. I can't believe how much I missed it. Like I knew I would miss it. I didn't I... realize how much I missed it cuz it made me reflect like when I used to take myself on Tuesday dates cuz I had the day off work and I had the day off school. It was my only day that I had like mm. to myself. And in Colorado they had I don't know if they still do this, but at the movie theaters it was $5 Tuesdays and you gotta see a movie for five dollars so every to tu- every Tuesday every Tuesday for I don't even know how long I took myself to the movies oh, and I had cool. my, like a little date maybe I'd go out to dinner before maybe I'd just get like popcorn there or so cool yeah sounds fun yeah like I every Tuesday I took myself on a date and it just like and I just remember loving the movies so much and then I forgot how much I loved the movies and then of course we didn't go to the movies mm-hmm. for like so a long. year and a half mm. and then we went back and it made me really miss fucking going to the movies mm-hmm. I don't know there's just something about it there's something magical about it I mean I wish it wasn't so expensive like that really sucks it's so fucking expensive it's, like, it's so expensive but you know you don't go every day I mean I guess if you went every Tuesday that would happen I was about before the pandemic hit I was about to get one of those passes and see if it would be worth my while yeah but it's hard I don't know yeah, I feel I mean, like once I get the pass, then it's gonna become it's gonna become like, oh my god, mature. I have to go see a movie mm-hmm. instead of like, hey, I want to go see that movie. I have a pass. Let's go. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you just gotta change your mindset. I gotta change. It. I gotta. I gotta do that with a lot of stuff. Me too, girl. Me too. Yeah, we gotta work yeah. on that. Cheers, cheers. <laughs> Working on mindsets. Working on mindsets. Um. So yeah, we saw in the heights. Before we criticize, mm-hmm. we will say. That we loved it. It was it was very it good. It was a really good movie. It was, it was fun. Very good.
1: Everybody yes. was
0: talented. So much talent. So much talent. I loved the choreography. I loved the cinematography. cinematography. It was a really good movie. Ten out of ten. But with that being said, we obviously have some criticisms because we're critics. We're critics. <laughs> and um Please let us know if you have the same opinion. There will be spoilers if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. So, you know, just be wary of that if you want to skip ahead to the next section. But um, with that being said, my my personal thing that I think that bothered me the most Mm -hmm. about it was the unnecessary changing of the script. I agree. I felt like they kept the same script, but they changed... The scenario a little bit and it wasn't as powerful I agree it wasn't as powerful as it originally was as a Broadway show for example spoiler when Abuela when the blackout happens you know the stores get in the in the musical like the stores like get ransacked and vandalized vandalized and and that's what happens when like in the blackout in 77 in New York Mm -hmm. there was a lot of crime yeah there was a lot of crime. It wasn't, people just didn't, I mean, sure, some people did, but people didn't just go hang out and, like, play bingo at their <laughs> friend's house with candles, like. They're like, let's go over to Grandma's house and have a dance party. You know what I mean? Like, so, but anyway, that's not even the part that bothered me the most. Like, I know. That bothered me most because I felt like it almost romanticized. The blackout? Not the black, well, yes, the blackout, but almost Washington Heights in a way. Right. And I've lived in Washington Heights, like, I had some great times there, but it's dirty. Like, yeah. You know? So, what? But this is what I was saying. Sorry mm-hmm. to interrupt, but this is what I was saying is they, for the cinematic value, they had to lose the that tr- some of the truth of Washington Heights. Yeah, so they had to There's lose. There's no the way to have them in tandem. <clears throat> and if there is, mm-hmm. please let me know because I have literally stayed up a whole night thinking about this, we just saw it the other day. <laughs> yeah, but it like yesterday. literally, like Today's it's been game. on my mind. It's like how can you create something that's so cinematic, especially since it's singing and dancing? How can you create something that's so cinematic without taking some of the truth away? Exactly. You can't because at the end of the day, Washington Heights is a a rough place. It's a rough place, but if you're going to do a musical that the musical itself mm-hmm. was amazing and it showed you know, yeah. how like, you know, watch the, the the grit and the 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 hard. Uh-huh. The, the, the hardness, hardness of, of Washington Heights. Mm-hmm. But but in the movie it was glitter and rainbows in a sense. Exactly. And so that sort of threw me off a little bit. Yeah. But with that being said, I couldn't even get past that. My biggest complaint was at the end, instead of it being this beautiful graffiti portrait of Abuela. They didn't do that at all, which didn't make any sense to me. None. And they like redid the inside of his bodega. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like it's the exact same thing. Something got painted, it changed his mind, it made him have a realization, whatever the case may be. But it wasn't as powerful as spray painting Abuela's face on the grates of the bodega. Yeah. I agree, Why would and they do told that? her story, like... They told her story so fast that you couldn't feel connected to Abuela. You didn't feel bad when she died because you didn't know who Abuela was. Yeah, that is so true. I agree 100% with that. So, uh, I really felt like they let down Abuela in that. Yeah. Which is, cra- which is so sad because the person, I cannot remember her name, but the person who played Abuela in the movie originated the role on Broadway. Right. So... It was just crazy. It was just crazy. So I will say, I felt that the character development, it, I felt like they were trying to throw so much fact at it that we never really got a true character development from anybody. And also... And they took out some good songs. Took the, some the songs. They took out some of the best songs. They took out some of the best songs. So hard. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it. It's rough. You know, we love the In movie. the Heights was written in 1999. Right. But I think it came on Broadway 2008. Yeah. So, so like, obviously with anything, with anything that you're going to transfer over to something else, like, you need to make mm-hmm. it a little bit more revel- uh, relevant. You yeah. need to make it more modern. You need to make it X, Y, and Z. I get that. I feel like they maybe could have done that in a little bit of different ways. Stevie and I were mm-hmm. talking earlier about how it should have been more of, like, a community feel the whole time instead of individual stories if this is the way they were going to go mm-hmm. with the movie musical because they did a really good job I loved that it wasn't hokey because sometimes musical movies can especially transferring over can Mm -hmm. be a little hokey and you're really aware that it's a musical movie yeah within the heights you know I kind of got transported into it was almost like an opera like there was dialogue in there but Mm -hmm. you know it was a good continuation and like it flowed if you if you know, if you, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. like i feel like it was a good adaptation but they didn't need to change the script so much yeah they changed the script so and much and when they when they changed it within the heights it's like almost all of it is a music i is is music there's not a lot of um, the dialogue is within the music and uh-huh. you learn a lot about the characters within the music so when they changed i feel like some songs into more of an elaborate number instead of character development within Mm, the number yeah that's when you lost you lost it because the character development was already there right in the songs but then they cut the songs and then they tried to give them character development and it just it's another example of they got it across but it wasn't as powerful as the first time they should have just and listen i'm not saying that i want like a direct copycat of the broadway musical I was expecting changes. I was excited changes. for changes. Exactly. I was excited to see what they were going to do. But I did feel like the changes they made were just unnecessary. Right. 96,000 though, I will say. Mhm. The way that I think that was my oh favorite my number in the when they it were so in the good. pool, like Yeah. They do this really cool thing. Every that everything about that number was really was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. The choreography, gold. the c- cinematography
1: the everything outfits,
0: the way everything was really magical and I really like that number mm-hmm. and I can't wait to watch in the heights again to continue to build an opinion on it exactly and that's another thing we've only seen it once I know and once again we loved it it was awesome please go see it it's amazing we just like you know critiquing we yeah. just like critiquing and those were our criticisms let us know if you have those same criticisms, but I am excited to watch it again because I totally. do feel like it's one of those movies that every single time you see something new. And even I, I know that because I was YouTubing, I fell down a rabbit hole. I think you were with me yeah. and we were watching the 50, 55 Easter eggs. Right. In, in, And in Easter eggs are, Easter eggs are great, but you have to realize that not you, but like just mm-hmm. people in general, like Probably eighty percent, if not more, probably ninety percent of people aren't going to get those Easter eggs. So you can't depend on all these Easter eggs to carry the to movie. Carry the movie which along. I thought was in covered with Marvel. I agree, but that's a whole different discussion. We'll talk about Marvel next week, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or at sure. some point, Loki. Loki. I'm excited for oh, Loki's new episode. Yeah. We'll see because we were talking about Loki. I don't know if you've seen the first episode cinematically great, great. It's, it's a good like introduction I'm, it was a good introduction um i'm a little loki, sick of time travel but i'll get past it. It, it yeah totally i think loki deserves his like his moment in the just sun freaking give him his moment and jesus please, like see what happens um everybody else gets a goddamn moment yeah when he has their own fucking movie and yeah totally like i'm i'm excited for this yeah um yeah, but i sure. didn't get much out of the first episode Exactly, In a but sense, the next like episode's it felt, tomorrow, so... That's true. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for it. Um, I just felt that maybe... I, I don't know, I don't know. There was nothing, like, for me, there was nothing, like, hanging on to. I'm going to watch it, but I feel like maybe if I was an outsider, there was nothing that pulled me in enough. Where I'm like, I cannot wait. I can't tomorrow. wait for the second episode. Mm-hmm, I agree. But I feel like sometimes Marvel does that. as like, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, in the beginning, I'm whatever. And then by the middle, I'm like, here we are. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, you get invested. You get invested. You do get invested. But I can never tell what that part of Marvel is where I switch to being invested. I will say the only show that I ever felt that way about Marvel in, and I love Marvel. Like, it's fun. It's I, mm-hmm. I like it but it was WandaVision. I thought WandaVision from the second it began from to the beginning second it to ending, end from double-ended credit right was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, WandaVision was very good. Yeah. But Marvel is just something Marvel you know builds off its name because it's something that you know they know that you're going to watch uh-huh. and you're going to get invested in just because of the name. You and go even to the if you name hate first. five films in a row, you're still always going to you're addicted to it now. You're addicted. Yeah, you got to have Marvel. You gotta have Bachelor. You gotta have Bachelor. You gotta Cash have Marvels. Jesus. You gotta have movies, man. You just gotta have. You, gotta you have love to hate it, yeah. Like, entertainment in general. It's just the it, way of the world. Oh, totally. How are we supposed to get And to that's where it is? why arts are so important in schools, children. Start funding the arts. <laughs> it's true, though. Let's get some fucking money into schools for art programs. Yeah, totally. How do we do it? I don't know. Gotta be more dedicated than me. Like, I just wish, I wish more than anything, I was, like, a go-getter. And I started. Like, an advocate for something. Yeah, I wish I advocated for stuff. But, like, I talk about shit. But, like, for me, it's just, like, really hard to just, like, start something. I don't think it's hard to start something. I don't think starting anything is your issue. You start lots of things. You have your makeup thing. We have Twin Talk. We have that's and true. baking. That's true. You have a full time job that you work overtime at. Yeah, that's true. Like, you do your own projects. Like, yeah. you don't have trouble starting things. I think the problem, I think not the problem, but I think the issue is. Yeah. it's uh, No, but that's that, but that's, that's I just, I that's, just, that's, I'm, I'm, that's not personal. Educator. Some that's what word? I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You advocate for stuff. So that's what I'm <laughs> saying is like to start something that's personal, like yeah, like even that takes time and that sometimes can be obviously hard yeah, because yeah. you want it to be a certain way and it's never gonna be the way you think about it. But I'm talking about outside of myself. Mm-hmm. Like I start all these projects for me. Yeah. But then internally that just makes me feel selfish because Should I be doing something for the world? I'm just existing right now, people. I ain't doing shit for the world. I will tell you right now. Like, I am just, I didn't ask to be born, but I was. Here I am. I'm sitting here. I'm talking. I'm not out there like, let's all go recycle. Yeah, I guess we should, but like, I'm not out there advocating for it. But you do recycle. I do recycle. So you're your small part for the world to land I know, but I'm saying that I wish that I was more of an activist. Oh, I totally activist. agree. I totally wish I was an activist. I'm just not an activist. I, wished, I wish I was a passion of mine. I could mm-hmm. be. It's just and not a And I am for mine, certain exactly. things, but I have to work at it. But then there's certain people out there that they were just born to fucking advocate for something. I know. And that is their superhuman <sighs> power, and that is their passion, and that is what they want to do.
1: I wish I had
0: a little bit of that in me, Mm -hmm. but I don't. I don't either. And the the tough thing is, is especially, especially now with everything that's going on, this is a good, this is a good little debate question if anybody wants to chime in because especially now with everything that's going on, I feel like you're expected. Mm -hmm. You're, this sort of goes into the heights. Mm -hmm. I feel like you're expected to advocate for something in the heights. Added this entire section just randomly, which was another thing they didn't talk about it, and then all of a sudden it was like a little snippet, and then they didn't talk about it again mm-hmm. about dreamers, and in the heights. I understand that that's an issue, but it felt oh god we're we're a, we're a Spanish movie like we're a movie about Spanish people mm-hmm. in in the in the Washington Heights. We of course we have to talk about dreamers, right? You know what I mean? It felt forced. It felt forced. It felt like. An agenda was trying to be pushed in my face. And everything now. I just feel like if the agenda, if you're not pushing an agenda, if you're not a celebrity who stood up for something and said your part and your passion... Or your political views. Or your political views, then... You're You're canceled. You're canceled. Fuck you. You know, how how dare you haven't stood up for something. Okay, well, what if I just want to... All I want to fucking do is write an album and sing. Why? Just because... You know, just because you're famous, I have a platform, or, and you have a platform. You have to advocate for something. for something. I don't know. Like a lot of people will say, that's it's, just the way it is. That's your duty. It's like, you're damned, you if, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. But I don't think so. I do not think that just because you have a platform, you automatically have to have a position on I, political I issues. I don't think. I you don't think you don't have to do that in your goddamn job. Yeah, that's true, and it's frowned upon to talk about politics in your job. So why all of a sudden, stars? Their 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 jobs are to be actors. That is their job. Exactly. So why all of a sudden are actors supposed like get crucified if they don't have a position on something politically? Yeah, Yeah. it 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 just drives me insane. Maybe maybe I'm not seeing something. No, I I agree. But I think that's one of the I think that's an issue. That is, that can be debated and there'll never be a clear cut answer. It's the, it's a chicken or the egg question. Mm-hmm. It, it's never, what, totally it's agree. never going to be answered. Everybody's yep. going to have their opinions. But that's the great thing is an opinion America. like that isn't going to change the world. Exactly. If like, it's not like yeah. an opinion like that isn't racist. An opinion like that isn't hurting somebody physically or mentally you know what I mean yeah I mean I don't hopefully. think so but I feel like I feel like that's what people are trying to say is it does affect people physically and mentally mentally if you don't take a stand on something that's bogus I think it's bogus that's too. bogus but I mean it goes back to what you're saying it's a chicken and egg situation yeah. where nobody's you know, right and nobody's wrong but just, just everybody is. wants to be right and everybody wants there to be black and white. So when they take a stance, they can't just have like a normal conversation about it. It has to be black and white. This highway. is what the thing is. There is really, like 99% of the time, there is nothing black or white. Mm-hmm. I agree. Don't kill anybody. There. Be a good human. Human. Why is this so hard to follow? it just makes like it literally it's not hard to just be a good person exactly and be a nice person you can be nice exactly nice is different than good totally agree nice is different than good but at the end of the day I I just feel like you have to actively be a bad person to be a bad person It takes more muscles to frown Frown, than smile. smile. Um, The cat has joined us. (laughs) I I I guess. I guess. Like, okay, we're running out of time. Okay, but um, we'll. um, I will just end with. Yeah, what happened at work? Okay, okay, closing time. It's been a shit show. First of all, I work at a bar. And we're short-staffed just like a lot of places. There's only two bartenders on Saturday night. These monsters are just coming out because they probably turned 21 in quarantine. They just want a fucking party. They haven't got a party. And they're monsters. They're they're young monsters that need to just... I don't... I was probably a young monster once too. But like... Aren't we all? At the end of the day, like... These people are on a different level. So anyway, we have like you know our, our, um, you know our syrup, our ginger okay, syrup, yeah, yeah, yeah. our honey, our lime, our bar, lemon. Yeah. You know like the juices out on mm-hmm. the bar. And it was a Friday night, and this girl's obviously fucking drunk, and she just steals the simple syrup off the bar, and then she starts chugging no, no, that simple not. syrup. Ew. This, this is This is what my manager told me. I wasn't physically there, but okay. this is what he told me because he brought the simple syrup back to the kitchen and he put it down. He's like, you you won't believe this. And okay, he told okay. me because yeah. so we were closing out like in the kitchen. And I was just like, what the fuck? And he was like, yeah, she was just, she took it off the bar and she started chugging the simple syrup. And it's like, first of all, you nasty as hell. That's gross. And second of all, Why? I've known stories where people have like gone to the back bar and they've, you know, taken the, the cherries the, or the olives, they've done whatever they've. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. Like, what are you trying to prove? Yeah, that's weird. It was really weird. And then I had this other girl. She seemed so freaking sweet. But she asked me, like, we have this chicken entree called the mustard chicken. And she was like, does your mustard chicken have pork in it? And, I don't know, I just, I felt like it was such, good for her for, you know, asking. Yeah. But, to me, I was just like, no, our mus- our chicken doesn't have pork, pork in it. it. Am I crazy? Yeah. No, no. Chicken like, that was a weird question, right? Yeah, I think. I mean, maybe maybe some factories, like, mix pork and chicken together? I don't know. I feel like that is a weird question. We'll definitely have to do some research, but I feel like chicken is chicken, and because then it, it made me like second bananas. guess myself and i was just like
1: what you know, do you mean a, you know, what do like you veggie mean
0: burgers i guess yeah. like a vegetable i don't i don't know maybe maybe there's some weird shit happening where they're like mixing our meat together for like i was like is there pork in the chicken, chicken? <laughs> like i was just Why? like what like what kind of question is this now you're making me question everything oh my God, about life <laughs> So, I don't know. Damn. Oh, my God. This Kitty. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, I guess Kitty is wanting us to pay attention to him. So, we should do that. But, thank you so much for listening to episode two of Twin Talk. Um, thank you for being patient while we sort of figure out how we're the doing everything. everything. You know, everything's coming. Mics. Really fast. But, um, we just have so much fun doing this. So, please like. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. We would love for you to check out our other videos. Um, Eggs and Bakey. Her makeup videos. Um, We've done uh, music videos, parody videos. videos. We have all kinds of stuff on our channel. So go check it out. Maybe there's something for you on there. Um, We're excited for Bachelor next week. Go see In the Heights. Definitely. And And we'll be back next week. Bye.